Well, Alice, here we are in minute 37. Here we are. We're back. While you've been out on the road Waiting for a new episode We've been thinking of you And just what you need Oh, yeah, yeah Now that It's horrifying! Um, what do these crazy people who speak to you and make no sense say? They talk about things I never heard of, about people I don't know. Somebody named Cynthia, Keith, and aliens, sex, and umbrellas? I see. Kit, do you think you can keep it together? Yes, I can keep it together. I'm keeping it together. I'm K-I-T, Kit. I'm keeping it together. I'm keeping it together right now. Keep it together, keep it together, keep it together. I'm keeping it together. Don't I look together? Have you heard any more voices? No. Every now and then I hear a voice. I haven't heard voices. I've heard a voice. (laughs) Now, um... What did this one voice say? As I stand here before you today. It's so good to talk to you again. Oh my god, I love this. It seems like it's been months. I don't know how we're going to make the discussion about this minute lasts 15 minutes at least. Because it is just them having a little exchange. In a room, no scene changes, nothing. That's that's true. I... Right, without, like, repeating what we've kind of been talking about, too, I mean, I just, I need to know, like, what this mind-head guy is even thinking. Like, I, I, I want to know what his intentions are, because, like, he wants Kit to keep it together and not believe in aliens. Like, I feel like I'm still confused from our last time talking to each other, you know, what the intentions are of this organization. Like, he doesn't like that... You know, the the kit is being emotionally torn apart, mentally torn apart, or I don't I don't know. I don't understand what's behind that blank stare. Well, okay, what I'm getting from this is that they are well, on the face of it, they want Kit to keep it together. They they, they do. Want... They they seem to. So unlike that other religion that we should probably not mention. Sure. There aren't aliens in Mindhead. Right. Or at least if there are aliens. Well, I guess another reading could be this. It could be that they do have their own version of aliens that they want him to believe in, not the ones that he's coming up with right now that aren't the Minehead aliens. But wouldn't he be more malleable if he's already kind of showing these, you know, crazy tendencies, voices in his head that came from God knows where that he seemed to have had before, you know, this, this movie started being shot around him? Um, well, I mean, we talked about this yeah. uh, last night or whenever. The He's saying that the voices are back, which suggests right. that there's this history of, of voices with this guy. Sure. And voice is President John F. Kennedy. Or or was he being sarcastic? There's no way, right? No, that's I... that's that's what he's saying. The voice is saying. Oh, I I thought that he was... Like, being sarcastic, like, what do you think? What voices do you think? Oh, I'm going to make fun of you and say JFK. That's the way I took it, was that he was being super sarcastic. No, I think he, I think he's really having a breakdown right now and he's confessing, confessing for real. 
Oh, interesting. So that means that he's hearing voices. So this thing that the uh, that Bowfinger and crew are torturing him, him with is also having an effect on his mental health anyway. Interesting. Okay. So this this is just a movie about a man who is, I mean, really is going through some some mental health issues regardless. I mean, he's just, we we need the, the, the drama, the, the bow finger, but like remade as like a drama because this man is dealing with some very serious mental issues. Oh man, I never thought about that. Yeah. Like that's very, very sad. Yeah. Like we need to re- repackage this film. You know how like in like a trailer you can like kind of repackage it with different music, different scenes, different cuts so you can make anything kind of look like a horror movie so we take this movie and we just that's what we need to do but there's more work for us that's fine um cut it into like a trailer where it just looks like a very like oscar baby drama you know about a uh about an actor who is already Oscar. suffering ptsd right and he has gone to this mind head to get help with his with his mental problem Ah. What's I wonder, the diagnosis if, I wonder for someone if that who... was his reason. That's that's an interesting take. Like, I wonder if that was his reason that he went to this cult to, you know, get some help with his mental problems versus he already has mental problems and that's how they reel him in. Interesting. Because he's hearing the voices again. I mean, uh-huh. so. Yeah. I wonder what the diagnosis is for someone who is hallucinating voices. Yeah, I know. Could be a lot of things. I know I don't want to like armchair psychology him, and I do what I do. You know, I I happen to be married to a therapist. Ooh, okay. Well, who's sitting right next to me, Carla? I didn't know this was going to come up. If you would be so kind, could you <laughs> tell me? And I know you haven't asked them three hundred questions and did an hour intake and everything to really get down to it. But if someone was generally presenting with auditory hallucinations. What would be the diagnosis there, just generally? License on the line. No, just kidding. Your license is not on the line. <laughs> <It's kidding. laughs> this is amazing. I'm sorry. I need to repeat those again because I also was talking while you were talking because you guys can't hear each other. Is it likely some kind of psychotic disorder or some like schizo- or oh um well I mean there's schizoaffective disorder schizoaffective disorders continue off the uh, the DSM five now. <laughs> oh my god, what a great get. You married her just so we could have a guest for this minute. I understand now. Let's see what are my other psychotic disorders. Here, in fact, Carla, I'm going to give you this ear so you can also, so you can hear what Alice is saying. And then I'm recording you woke away, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my gosh, surprise guest. My wife, everybody, Carla. Well, hello. <laughs> um, well, thank you for being on the program. I feel like I'm on NPR now. <laughs> what was that? No, I'm like, well, I was, I was like, well, thank you for being on the program. I feel like I'm on like NPR right now. Well, yeah, I'm supposed to say, let's see what they usually say. Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> <laughs> what did no. I say? That's the most not, like not genuine. It's not it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> what did I say? What line can I pull out? Okay. Well, <laughs> that's the routine. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, then there'll be another one of those at the end too so just yeah just so you know um yeah so i you know there's his own personality disorder um uh, 
psychotic, brief psychotic disorder. Hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to turn on the camera right now. So you can see at least Alice. She literally has the DSM five out right now that she's paging through. Oh my God. We are so lucky. I'm just blessed. <laughs> I had planned this. I'm like, I don't want to armchair psychology this. So let's bring on the real, <laughs> like I do, I, I do. And my, and my bachelor's of psychology wants to armchair psychology him, but. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Well, that's you very know, funny. Just, yeah, what I'd happen. I've not seen this movie. I don't think I thought for a minute, minute I had in the past, but it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, the more I'm listening to you guys talk, it's like, yeah, I've not seen this one. <laughs> so anyway, um, not all. Any I'll, I'll, other questions? <laughs> other questions? I know. Okay, well, this will be a therapy session for myself. No. Um, <laughs> how do we? How do we stretch this into fifteen minutes? Well, right. <laughs> we were just talking about grief before this, which is not related to this movie, but uh, <laughs> oh well, you know. Yeah, we we're, were having a conversation about TikTok and grief and everything, but I'll try. Okay, so this movie. Let's get back to. Trying to think what else. Um, gosh, I, I'm gonna. I don't know if this is kosher to say on the radio, but I'm gonna turn the my earbud over to Curtis now. Listen to our radio. On the radio, <laughs> I love it. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. We need to pause for a break. You are listening to KFMDM 97. So okay. this is actually this is actually kind of a serious. Um, Serious diagnosis. This guy's got some got some issues. Honestly, yeah. The people. Oh man, I don't want to say the f word. I don't know how so happy they are, but those people are supposedly psychologists. You know, their whole thing about like, do you know psychology is a scam, and we've got the real answer? You know, those people. Oh, I have not, and I don't want to know about them now. Oh my gosh. Although I'm now more fascinated. That's their whole thing. Is that you know all of psycho modern. Modern big psychology is just keeping you addicted to psychotropic pills and stuff. And we've got the real answer because it's actually aliens in your brain uh, controlling you and making you feel bad so that you are open to them controlling you so they can take it into the world. I, so he's gone to them. I would be taken in by that pitch, I think, <laughs> just a little bit. You don't remember this because, well, you couldn't have possibly remembered it because you were born 10 years after it happened, but... There is this book called Dianetics that was by L. Ron Hubbard, and it was kind of the basis for Scientology. It's like the Bible of it. Wow. And all of this was laid out. And they used to run all the uh, commercials on TV where it's like, oh, have a problem talking to your wife? Page 74. Um, you know, do you hear voices in your head? Page 108. You know, and there were all these there were all these uh, mental health diagnoses and, and stuff that all you had to do was read this book, and it would answer everything whatever religion oh no but suffice to saying he's he's involved with one of these organizations and he makes enough money he's a big enough name this could have been a parody of tom cruise before tom cruise before it happened tom cruise because right, this movie yeah. was 1999 god when was the couch jumping oh gosh it must be okay in my brain it's 2003 or 4 i don't know <laughs> i just feel like it Were must you only have like been. 10 oh well, maybe, I mean, I could have been. I don't know. I'm always surprised by, um, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, year, I'm like year 2000 when I was, I don't know, in middle school maybe or something. No, 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 no. You know, 
I was probably a, a teenager in 2000, right? I feel like I'm remembering the millennium a bit, right? Nope. Nope, not at all. Nope. Oh my God, you're so right. It was 2005. Oh, okay. So a year, about a year off, but okay. He was jumping on the couch and he was claiming his love for Katie Holmes. Uh So it was, you know, a solid six years after this. But it seems like Steve Martin kind of knew what was going on in Hollywood. And a lot of this movie was just kind of about Hollywood and how it worked. Because when when, when was that like Madonna, Kabbalah, Afton Kutcher, Kabbalah? I know it's like a, up so like I a get Judaism right. thing, yeah, but, um, okay, mystical interpretation of the Bible, yep, G- Jewish mysticism. I heard anything about Jewish mysticism in a long time. So bringing it back around, Madonna a- attended a Kabbalah lecture in Israel in 2004. Yeah. During the Jewish New Year. Her weird thing was that she decided to visit Rachel's tomb. Does that mean anything to you? I wish it did. I'm thinking about like those bracelets that hurt Ashton Kutcher and other people. I'm hiring a completely different Jewish comedian for tomorrow night's show. Right? I'm telling you, no. And I've been to Israel. I would have known about Rachel's. I've been to many of the cities. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. (laughs) I know, right? Why were you even talking about Madonna? Because famous people getting involved with culty things. So is, is that part of the Jewish religion, is that the the same one that uh, that uh, the guy was wearing the outfit of at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark? You think I've watched Raiders of the Lost Ark? Wait a minute. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm so sorry. You are barking up the wrong romantic comedy tree. Um... You haven't <laughs> seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? For what? I've heard there's Nazis in Iraq. Okay. Oh my like, God! I feel like Joe was going. <laughs> and Harrison Ford, obviously. But <laughs> we got to do another episode of oh that show. Oh my God! Man. We got to do another episode of Watch the Trailer and tell me what this movie is about. <laughs> Let's see. You, do you have a mom at home that's going to be listening to this, just shaking your head, no, making plans no, for a no, 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 Passover no, my, without you? No, my parents are Russian immigrants. They. Do not, and they know less about Judaism than I do, which is actually sad because, you know, obviously in the Soviet Union, you do not want to really be Jewish. Um, sure. So I think, I mean, did Kit come up with that on the spot? But I'm, I'm K-I-T, Kit, I'm keeping it together. Like that's <laughs> that is like right on the spot like that, man. Like he practiced that. He, he was, he was working on that, that catchphrase. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about the naked lamp, the naked booby lamp. The what? I'm so sorry. The what? <laughs> the naked booby lamp? That's not, I... That didn't jump right out at you? No. Oh, my God. Look right behind Terrence Darby. It's Darby? It's Whatever his name is. Yeah. Stamp. Terrence Stamp. Terrence Darby is a singer. Doesn't matter. Terrence Stamp's shoulder. There's the lamp is like a naked gal. Oh, is she naked? She's topless. And she's holding something up, which ends up holding up the lights. What? Is she naked? I can't even tell. There's a lot of things in this room that are actually kind of questionable. We've got the yeah. naked light. Well, yeah, I mean, even, even those those you know few lights um, in the in the background of of Kit, like those look like set lights. Like the whole thing is a set. He was always part of. It. That's what it is. He was always part of a movie. This is a Truman Show situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really interesting because they do have the track lighting. 
mm-hmm. which is which is legitimate. That doesn't have to be key lighting. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Set. I know. They've got the inset lighting above the ceiling, but then they've got all this like they've got soundproofing baffling <laughs> as part of the wall decor all around. Thought you know all behind him, which are lit very interestingly, eggshell style. Is that just a giant fridge in the back or a furnace? Is this man in the basement? I can't. Or is that just metal? And like it looks like a really a really big fridge, you know? Like the oh. stainless steel panels. Yeah, yeah. What do they do that for? Okay, so let's put ourselves into the minds of mind. Mind head, yeah. What What do they use this room for when they're not Kit freaking out in it? Is this just this guy's office? That doesn't seem right. I mean, is there another desk? Like, a... like, is this like this is a cubicle situation? Like, because there's it's not the only. Is there like one desk in the room, and then you know. If they are kind of, if these people are, are kind of playing the role of full psychologists, and they're giving therapy to people that need it mm-hmm. through their own crazy religion, not like medical sciences, right? Is this just a comfortable therapy room? It may be. It looks maybe more administrative to me, but I mean, I don't see why not. You know, well, especially for like the very you know established celebrities things like that maybe you know they they get the opportunity i mean was he the the head of the of the mind head or was he a psychologist okay he put he puts the head in mind head yeah and so that thing behind kit must be his desk that's kind of it's it's uh is he he's not sitting at a desk no he's sitting on like this love seat oh okay maybe i'm See, that's why. Yeah, that confused oh, me too. Oh, that's right. Like, now oh, I see it. it. Yeah, yeah, like... yeah. Why is he just sitting on a love seat? That's most like you. You know, you want to have that bit of authority. Well, here he is, the head of the entire organization. I'm just gonna be sitting on a love seat. Come on, man. You got to be sitting on a desk. You got to be official. <laughs> Probably because he is engaged in some sort of therapy here with Kent, and yeah. he's trying to, you know, be casual. No, he's not trying to be authority over him. He's trying true, to true. be disarming and comfortable. Yeah. Because well, they're both out from he, the he desk. He doesn't have anything like in the in middle. The... You know, someone can come at you. It's not safe. But They're they're in what I think of now as the therapy part of his office. Yeah. So this would be like a, this would be like a modern therapist suite where you have like the desk you work at, but then you have the comfortable chatting area where you sip the coffee and talk about life. Sure, sure. Okay. That works for me. Is that a Ryder Cup? <laughs> it just looks like he has those big, like, hockey trophies. At first I thought it was like, oh, you know, is, does the super secret agency organization have, you know, the Holy Grail in their office, just as decoration? I started looking for other things. I'm like, oh, do they have the Spear of Destiny? Do they have, like, that one shard of a wooden cross? Nope. Turns out it's just a decoration. That looks basically like Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah. The Stanley Cup, the Holy Grail, no, but... Well, and then there's the guy with the giant, with the giant pipe that's underneath of the, like painting. What the hell is with that painting? What exactly am I looking at? You can find the Bowfinger Minute podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or at the main site, bowfingerminute.com. Please like, subscribe, and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Bowfinger Minute can be found at Welcome to Minehead, the Bowfinger Minute Listener Center, on Facebook, and on Twitter at Bowfinger Minute. There are hundreds of other Movies by Minutes podcasts available at MoviesByMinutes.com. And for sure, the movie you love is covered. Check it out! 
The opening song to Bowfinger Minute is sung by Mr. Math, and he is available on Spotify. That is M-I-S-T-E-R-M-A-P-H. Join us here next time on the Bowfinger Minute. In the meantime... Keep it together, keep it together, keep it together! Keep it together, I'm keeping it together! Throw it together! Out on the road Waiting for a new episode We've been thinking of you And just what you need Oh, yeah, yeah now that the show's underway I guess we can call it a day You're ready for The Bowfinger Show Cause it's over.